0: I am in the grotto pod. Bridget is in the grotto pod. And that's it. Just the two of us. It's very liberating. In the grotto pod today, what she finds liberating is that she gets to sit in a nice seat.
1: I know. I get to sit in a nice seat and it's a little airier. Mm. Do you want to know what I'm doing right now? Nope. Okay.
0: (laughs) All right. Tell me what you're doing right now.
1: looking at my word count.
0: Oh. Friends, we have you here today to talk about National Novel Writing Month we got so inspired by the appearance of one of my favorite people, Grant Faulkner, in the Grotto Pod, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and his words of wisdom, his pep talks for writers.
0: His pep talks for writers, because he will in the future be leading seminars while wearing a polo shirt with a uh, what are those little microphones called? I don't the little know. Uh, jawbone or something like that. I don't know, but kid- Are we going to walk across hot coals for him? I once had when I was a high school teacher, I had a kid in class whose mother used to walk across hot coals, and she wrote a paper about it once.
1: There's trick i've heard i think the idea yeah, you move really fast yeah, i mean there, yeah like it's some science i thing, right?
0: like the idea
1: yeah well i think the idea the of mind people right i
0: just interrupted you twice
1: that's all right i'm used thought. to it take man. It off the headphones all right um i don't mean i'm used to it here i mean i grew up never finishing a sentence it doesn't bother me but it bothers a lot of people
0: <laughs> i know i apologize listeners i know I me too to
1: sorry interrupt.
0: um so I want to talk a little bit about nanorimo. Though I got to apologize to Grant, I will never be comfortable with that semi acronym.
1: And, you know, I said to Grant, um, it doesn't suit me because it's Novel Writing Month. And he said they consider anything a novel. Mm-hmm. So, so it's okay. actually
0: not National Project Writing it's Month. It's
1: National 50,000 Words Month, mm-hmm. which is no small feat.
0: We figured it out, listeners. It's 1,700 words <sighs> a day, if you write every day. And that counts Thanksgiving. Are you planning on writing on Thanksgiving? Do you know why I'm
1: not? Larry, why? I'm going to give you one guess.
0: Because you're not going to be home? Woman. Um... That's not going to fly in my world because my. <laughs> you do all the my, cooking. No, my brother-in-law does.
1: Oh well, I do. All, well, I don't do all the cooking, but I do the vast majority of cooking. And like your household, my household is half vegetarian, so I cook two dinners on uh, Thanksgiving. Oh uh,
0: yeah, they just. I just eat sides. Maybe, maybe you know you could just
1: suggest. Hey. But even the sides are a problem.
0: I'm not going to cook for everyone. Someone's got to step up.
1: Well, is we it have just our, your family, or you have no, other people? No, we have our like great, great, great friends coming. Bill and Cindy and Ruby and Blue, who are awesome. And actually, they do a lot of the cooking also. It's more my family cook.
0: <laughs> There is So thank
1: God they're coming.
0: Uh, you know, I do not cook at Thanksgiving. I made some fabulous risotto last night, though.
1: It sounds really. That delicious. I had to. I had
0: to change on the fly because guess what? Here's a tip, uh, writers and writing fans. You got to soak that farro overnight if you want to make farro risotto oh, on the fly. Oh, I why switched... would you want
1: to do that? Oh,
0: because it's awesome. Oh, really? Okay. On the fly, I had to switch to regular old rice. Yeah,
1: but it's so yummy.
0: It is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Mixed reviews.
1: Really? Yeah, I'm surprised you. Were... I've never had a bad tea. risotto. We have a
0: disagreement about how firm the risotto should be.
1: Did she feel it was too firm?
0: Yes. Mm. I felt it was just right. Well, you're the cook. In this case, yes. But Thanksgiving, uh, I sit it out. I do the uh, standard. One of the few days of the year, I do the standard guy thing. I watch the football all day. We do that, too. We do both. I just want it on.
1: Yeah, same. We have it on the whole time. I just want
0: it on. Uh, Generally, if it were our house, my wife does not like a lot of interference. In the cooking? Except for the turkey, because we're not eating it. Oh, So really? my brother-in-law does that. Oh, I see. Key, I see. Yeah. And we can... Well, this is going to air right before the old Thanksgiving or uh, whatever the forward-thinking progressive word for Thanksgiving is now. Um, there's got to be something. Um,
1: uh, best day of the year. It's one of my favorite holidays because it it's just two, eating. Because it's
0: very low-key. I love it. Um, so my brother-in-law, I think... Does he grill the turkey? Yeah, that's become a big thing. See, have one of those big eggs. See, the egg is the way I've heard. The egg as in a grill shaped like an egg. Yeah, it's called the egg. I think he just does it under. That's great. some clever marketing. Yeah, I think he just does it on his regular oh, old grill. Oh my gosh, I've never seen that. Because here's what you're overlooking. When you Tell say me. I'm the woman, I have to do all the cooking. Mm-hmm. There are guys for whom that sort of thing is part of their. Persona.:
1: Right, there's always exceptions. However, I think for a lot of women, Thanksgiving is really an overwhelming day of work in America.
0: Hmm. Once again,
1: the not norm is something that I have not experienced.: But a lot of people's experience.: So perhaps I'm incorrect in saying that, however, I will. Last year, I did 500 words on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which was my theme at the time. I just
0: I'm finding Right on Thanksgiving.: I'm
1: just finding this to be long. Long. Also, I can't run, as you know. So normally I like to go for a long run on Thanksgiving. Mm. So instead of doing that, I will write in the morning, first thing.
0: Um, what are you working on for NaNoWriMo? Oh, Are you allowed to say? I know well, you've got some top secret things in the works. I
1: know. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. I don't think I am, actually. But um, remember way back in an episode where I told you that I ran into Ethel Rowan and she gave me the advice to do them both? Was she wearing fabulous shoes and kind she of a had to have been, sheer, because always. We uh Larry and I just saw Ethel at the book launch for Laurie Ann Doyle. Shout out, producer. Laurie Ann Doyle. And uh, – Ethel was wearing great shoes and a great top, and I'd never seen them before, those shoes and top.
0: I think I've seen the shoes before. They're so good. Once again, breaking the gender
1: stereotypes, (laughs) I noticed the shoes. So Ethel told me to do both, so uh, I convinced my agent that I could do both, and she said, great, once you get this thing going, I have to speak elliptically, you must take (laughs) the time and write another proposal um, and get it done before the new year. So that's what I'm doing. So
0: is the plan... NaNoWriMo arrives at a perfect time for you because you can bang out a, right. a draft of the first thing.
1: Right. Oh, not- no, no, I'm not going to do that because uh, in this sense of nonfiction, I have a lot of research, like tons of research I have oh. to do. So what I'm doing is I am banging out a proposal that I've already researched Okay. and I'm just throwing every every drib drab bit of information or insight that I have anywhere in my brain onto the page and so that I'll have just this giant document that I'm going to spend December forming it into something while I start working on the,
0: the first part. The idea of having a completed draft, because here's my um, motivation. In an episode that will air after this one, mm-hmm. we had esteemed YA agent Jennifer March-Soloway on. Right. I Ooh, throw she gave out, you good advice. She gave me good advice and was kind of excited to see the finished product. Yeah which is quite a lot of motivation in my world Absolutely it to is. take something I had already written, which, revised opinion, I said last week to you, it sucks. It doesn't suck. Parts of it suck. But right. I'm Right. Like, hey, this is the
1: way with everything. Parts aren't
0: bad. Um, take that, rewrite it from a different point of view as a novel, and I thought, if I could do that, because it, it seems like a...
1: I think that's perfect for you because you
0: are a fiction writer, so why
1: not just go that direction? I'm
0: a fiction liver. I'm lying to you right now. Oh. My entire life is a lie. Yeah, it's all fiction. That's oh, a fiction liver. By. Oh, I, I
1: was thinking of liver and I was confused. No, briefly. my liver's fine. Okay, that's uh, good.
0: Yeah. I, I well, wish I, I mean, could my, say the same. Last time they checked. So um, so that's kind of where I'm coming from, but I I got a problem with the commitment because I can't see myself writing on Thanksgiving just because I'll be somewhere else.
1: I have a religious um, injunction for you. Okay. You have to live like the Catholics do.
0: I Say do you're tend going, to
1: do that. Do you? I, I don't feel Well, that. I you're... feel bad a lot of the time. I drink a lot. Mm, no. Okay. You're not even in the league. <laughs> I... <laughs> I okay. So here's what I mean, which is that okay. you are very letter of the law. Mm, I am. And that's very rabbinical. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will cross think,
0: our podcast crossover here. Yeah, here where Rabbinical is. pops up on the uh, Grotto Pod. Yeah.
1: Um, but in the world of Catholics, we say we're going to do one thing, and then we just pretty much try to do our best. Really? Yeah. Huh. Otherwise, you'd have. If you would not know any Catholic families with two or three children, that would be impossible.
0: But I thought, you know, the wrath of God comes down on you if you don't do it. If you don't come up what? short, I thought you feel terrible.
1: Um, not my experience. Wow. Huh. Yeah. I was totally wrong. Maybe you've heard of confession, because then you can just go and you Mm. say, I'm going to try to do better and try to do better. So my point is, I'm really trying to meet this number, but if I don't meet it, then...
0: Yeah, see, I... I I don't want to commit. I, you know, I guess I could write on Thanksgiving. I mean, it's, I'm going to be at a big family gathering. I'm probably going to want to go away for a little bit.
1: And then you get to say, like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't. I have to go right. I have to go write.
0: I am the person who managed, during a six-week trip in Italy, to sit I... down every night at five o'clock when everyone else is drinking wine and go, leave me alone.
1: Here's the thing. When Larry starts writing, he writes like thousands of words. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if anyone can do this, it's you. In fact, and you've done it before.
0: I have done it before.
1: That's amazing. So it'd that be nice amazing. to have it.
0: It'd be just to be so nice to have a draft mm-hmm. instead of going, right. oh, I've got this great idea and someone actually wants to see it and I got to get going. The problem that I'm seeing. Yes. So let's go over our experiences okay. so far. Okay. Uh, lis- listeners, just so you know, right? Uh, I'm going to give something away, a little trade secret. Oh, we yeah? never give away. It's okay. actually the third day of November.
1: Right it is, now. yeah. And you want hear this for weeks, right? Two weeks. Two weeks, okay. So we're That's two still... days in. So, ooh, mid month. I hope we're. Yeah, we Teach should yourself. be at 25,000 words. I it. should be
0: at the end of Act One, right? I should be yeah. a quarter of the way. Well,. No, I guess I should be past that. I should be. Yeah, I was thinking that. But like you're the, better at math than I don't think me, a book so. is 50,000 words. I think a book is 70,000 words. But it doesn't
1: matter because you only need to write 50 now. Okay. So
0: that's but okay. I, see, and that's, I guess maybe this is, again, Rabbi me who are listening to the Rabbi mm-hmm. saying, no, I, I need the draft to be done. I can't it have 20,000 more to go.
1: But here's the other thing. Um, Rabbi Larry.
0: Yes. <laughs> I thought Lee was the rabbi. I
1: think it's funny to say Larry with a rabbi. I don't know why. There's a St. Kevin's in Bernal Heights. I also think that's funny. Anyway, <laughs> they just don't go together. Um, you know what's funny? A dog what? named Kevin. It is really funny. But so is a St. Kevin. St. Kevin. That sounds like a Monty Python skit. <laughs> At any rate, um, I have completely lost my train of thought. Oh, I know. You just have to know that... Editing is everything. and, and I, that, yeah. I know, but you really have to take that up because, as I told you yesterday, I did the final, quote-unquote, final edits for a 20-page essay that I've been working on for six years. Wow. And I still, it took so long to do what, what should have been just a final pass of edits. It's just, and it's half the length and bears no resemblance whatsoever except that the things that happened, happened. To the, how it started.
0: I well, I, I've always had a problem with delusions of grandeur. And when I started, like, okay, I'm going to write this from the point of view of a 13-year-old boy. I thought, and then... When I'm like getting interviewed, I can say, "Oh, early drafts of this. It was nonfiction from yeah. the father's point of view."
1: That is what you're going to say. I'd be like, "Yeah, look, this is how much uh, you got to do here, kids." That is what you're going to say, but it, there's no. It's like it, it really is like that. There's nothing that doesn't require multiple, 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 multiple. I know.
0: I actually have In a short. Experience. I have a short story right now that I've been working on for a year. But when I say I've been working on it for a year, that means every couple of months I look back at it, you know, yeah. tweak it a little bit. And I don't know; it's still not good.
1: That's probably how this essay is too. Yeah. Like I. I brought not, it back so just, out yeah. every once in a while and go, oh, and then I dive in for a while and then I jump away like, nah, I can't figure it out. But you know what I did? Hmm. I brought it to um, the essay group at The Grotto. Oh. And even though I, like, you know how it can be very embarrassing to set, to show people something super flawed?
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I just realized after all these years, I'm never going to figure this out. So I brought it in. And got the same feedback from everyone, and it was like the key. It was like, here's what it's actually about. And I went. So, oh,
0: yes. what made you decide now was the time? There's no due date on this
1: thing, right? Uh, there is actually. Um, I have an editor who wants to see, who wanted to see it August 30th. <laughs> and wait a minute. It's November. It's I know, November. and I told her I, it I couldn't figure it out. I try all summer long. I was like, I don't know how to fix this. What's it about? It's about. Um, it is about skiing when I was a kid with my oldest brother and my father. Skiing. Right. Wow. Here's a little trick also. Okay. Yeah. One of the reasons I write about sports. Yeah. Action. I find action hard to manage. That's
0: a really good idea. And here's a good segue. Okay. Talking about what I'm working on now for NanoRimo. Yeah. So I start the thing and I start with So here's my here's my my process so far. I uh, I, I spend a lot of time walking. This is why I see That's all great. the bad things.
1: I know. You need to follow Larry on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's why I see the bad things. But anyways, <laughs> uh, that would be that Larry Rosen.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, usually I clamp the headphones on. I listen to a podcast. Right. Well, this uh, one day I was like, I'm not going to the gym. I'm going to do this walking day, 20,000 20, steps. Let go. No headphones because yeah. I need to think about this story. I need right. this story. I used to always get all my ideas. Right. I need to go back to that. Think about the story. All I could get was... It's the first day of school, the kid's sitting in math class, and he's bored. Mm -hmm. That's all I could get. Um, So I sat down with that, and, man, it was so easy. I was just like, I'm deep in this kid's head. I'm deep in this kid's head. There's no action. He's building origami frogs. The kid next to him swipes him off of his desk, like instant. Boom. It just went. Right. Next thing I know, I got 3,500 words. Oh, my God. It's, it's just... chaos in the classroom. He's knocked his desk over. Everyone's laughing. He's bummed out. He's getting shoved into a locker. I'm like, this is awesome. Boom. Done. What comes next? I don't no know. No way
1: to know. That's what Jennifer said. Remember about how beginnings can be really good? Yes. And then the next thing, it all I falls I thought off.
0: of that because I'm like, wow. she reads the first 10 pages. I'm in. But after that. So then mm-hmm. yesterday, I sit down. Here's the problem. And we can talk about this, too. I don't know about you, but um, other than when I'm on vacation, apparently, I'm not a sit-down-at-the-exact-same-time-every-day-and-write mm-hmm. person. I think I need to be.
1: I, that is definitely the best for me, and I hardly ever am able to What's keep your up. ideal time? Morning, for sure. Really? 100% morning is my oh, best time. It's not me. I think my best time is like 10 o'clock at night,
0: but I right. tried it last night, and by then I was like, I, I got nothing left.
1: Right, and also because your body has been set up to not do that for so long now. If you're right. not doing it, yeah.
0: Right, because I've... I've tried not to do it because I find if you write and you feel good about what you wrote either you
1: want to keep going right or you keep thinking about it and then you're awake and you're awake that's why I never write at night yeah uh, because I will keep me up but also I, I have a hard time staying awake what I'm having trouble with is um, my Proposal is about 18th century France, and there's so much informationy stuff, and how to get that in without just being like blah 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 right. blah 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 blah. It's but,
0: uh, and yeah. are you counting the time you have to spend researching that stuff as part of this? I've already done the research. Oh good. For this, for what I'm doing right so now. What does it look like? Do you have like big notebooks?
1: Oh my gosh, I have a desk at home that um, is a tiny room where there's a desk to unbook. Wait, 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 time out here. Okay, you have a room. I know, it's San Francisco, and I have a room, yeah. Dedicated. Yep.
0: Is it bigger than this closet? It's two of these closets put together. What does it look like on the floor plan? What do you mean? What's it called on the floor plan? Is it office? An office?
1: Uh-huh. It was an illegal... It was part of an illegal... The downstairs? Um, yeah. Okay. It was part of an illegal, illegal mother-in-law. Renovation. Yeah, okay. And someone got- made a little office out of it i guess yeah so but it's very small but still i have a desk on two walls so
0: and you got your stuff your stuff is and down i have there. books
1: lining yeah. both walls that are all research. you got a window no window oh i have a window
0: do you look out the window
1: no i face away from the window
0: every time someone talks about offices i always think of michael Shaybone
1: okay oh, yeah, you've told me this but tell me
0: tell tell everyone Well, first, because he said, I go down, I read years ago, he's like, I go down there in the morning and I stay there for eight hours. And I thought, no way. There's no way. I couldn't do it. Also, doesn't his family want to kill him? Well, that, no, but now I've heard, this could be wildly untrue, but Mm -hmm. I've heard that he and his wife... Ilet. I don't know how to
1: pronounce it. Oh, I thought you would know. Ilet. She's Jewish. Yeah, I thought it was a Jewish name. <laughs> it is a Jewish name, but I don't know. <laughs> but yes, Ilet. I, let, I oh, think. Ilet Waldman. Yeah. They write facing each other. What?
0: I've heard this, and no. I, it could be wrong. It's gotta be wrong because how could you? What do you think? Like,
1: but they're very close. I've, I've heard they the are. are I've tried
0: to. There is sit no way. Because I don't have an office. Way. I got the kitchen table. Yeah. I've tried on those unfortunate days that my wife Sandra Bullock is home. Yeah. She's sitting there working. In my spot, because oh, I concede, right? I sit across with no plug in because the plug doesn't reach, right? And I'm facing her, and I can't. There's no way.
1: Oh, there's no way. I couldn't even begin. In fact, not just that, I have to close my door. It's a tiny room.
0: Yeah, I would need the door,
1: and I have to close the door.
0: Totally, I would need the door.
1: I believe in a room with one's a room of one's own. She says you need a door,
0: uh, Virginia Woolf. But I because we have a downstairs like that, but there's no. There was a nook. Mm-hmm. That I have been chastised for not using as my office because uh-huh. I tried and I, it didn't feel like my office because it was just a nook, it was a corner.
1: Um, I think I'd like a door. The door. Even if it was a shed out back. The door is pretty big, I think, yeah. and also psychologically it's big. It's like when I close the door, it's time. And another trick?
0: Do you have signs like the ones sitting here that should be on the door that say quiet podcasting in progress? Oh, right. I'm
1: glad we're using them as placemats (laughs) right now. Uh, I don't. I had to – I mean, of course, my kids have grown up with me working, so they don't often bug me when I'm down there. Now they're teenagers. They never bug me Mm -hmm. because they just want me to leave them alone. Um, But when they were little, I didn't want to keep them out, so that was hard um, Roy is good about not bothering me when I'm in there, although he used to be really bad about it. I don't know what changed. Uh- well, I try not to do bills and things like that in oh well, that's a little trick by the way.
0: That is a really good trick because
1: we've talked about that before how you can convince yourself that errands are actually work. Right and also it, it's kind of like you know like the sleep specialists who say like the bed is just for sex and sleeping right don't read't don't, do, don't watch TV. Um, and so I try to treat my office a little bit that way but I also do research in there. I mean I do a lot of right. work stuff that isn't writing but I try not to pay bills or I
0: don't know I, when I do my to-do lists every day, it's two columns. One column is writing stuff. One column is errands. Oh, so that's a good to have idea. The, you try not to have column A activities go on in your office. Right, I do try. Just to, column B.
1: Yeah. So you put writing in your column B.
0: It's just on the right side versus the left oh, okay. side. okay. I don't know. I, I don't know which way I would think of that. You know, I actually have several chapters in my memoir that is trying to be wrestled into being a, a novel. About trying to write during breaks from school, right? And having oh. my child either be bored and want me to do something, or get mad. And this was seven years ago, so he had, in, you know, he had inferior technology because he <laughs> couldn't play something on his computer. and He wanted to play it on mine.
1: Oh, yeah I went through that for a while. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? because
0: yeah. he would be like, "What are you doing?" Well, I'm, I'm trying. And back then, I actually had an employer.
1: Right, and so, I was
0: writing stuff that was really going to get published every say, week.
1: Like, I got to do this. Got
0: to do it. Like I don't get it. What are you doing? It's easier now because, of course, he's 20 years old and 33,000 miles away.
1: Although he sometimes texts you while we're podcasting, and my son, who is living away, has texted me. Oh,
0: and that's what happened to me last night, actually. This is the sad part about great first day of NaNoWriMo. I sit down finally at 10 o'clock, and I'm thinking, all right, where, where am I taking this but kid But that's the second day. Yeah, last night was second day. Okay. So I, I, I'm sitting down. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Where am Bam. I going to take this kid now? Yeah, And I think I'm having a little trouble with motivation and it's it's only one o'clock on the East Coast. My kids aren't just texting me about He just texted me a link to some Italian horror movie he wants me to see. (laughs) Oh that's
1: so nice. I I love that.
0: And I say, all right, I'll ask him, you know, what was your arc in seventh grade? What'd you want? Well my kid is an only child and he's very open with his parents. Mm-hmm. So that was not a question that was taken lightly.
1: Oh it was a question
0: that led to half an hour of texting. And,
1: and also did you hear more than you wanted to?
0: No, no. But sometimes it was,
1: you and I text quite a lot, and we I do. think maybe we shouldn't be
0: but he but he was texting but when we text, it's lighthearted. Oh right, the he text. was like, te- and you need to pay attention to these texts, like, and, yeah, and not that there was like, you know, oh, I got revealing reveal or anything, <laughs> like, but it was I'm like, a vampire. But he was yeah. telling me things he considered very important,
1: right? That oh, I yeah, couldn't gotta... just go, oh, cool. All right, I got to get back to this now. Okay, so hold that thought. Right, yeah, so I had to.
0: That. I couldn't really pay attention. And my friend Kenny was texting about the Warriors, so I had to pay attention to that. This was during the Warriors game. No, it was no. after. Game was early. I'm not going to write during a Warriors That's game. That's why I was so baffled kidding? and confused. I, I was, was angry in the first quarter, and I did cook during the first quarter, but they came back, and it was great by the end.
1: It's like how Roy left during the Penn State, <laughs> Ohio State game. <laughs> I, in I State. feel like
0: I sort of followed, watched with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wasn't he sorry when the whole game started? I mean, he came right. back quickly enough, but he gave up.
0: I have found watching sports that if you give up, and then let it go for a while. It'll get better. And they catch up. You come back, and you're pleasantly surprised. Like, yes. oh,
1: you don't feel, you don't think, oh, I missed this. You think, oh, good. And especially with TiVo now, he just like backs it up and sees what he missed.
0: Right. He's or like, you can just go through Twitter and watch the whole thing sort of develop.
1: Right. I will bet our audience is super psyched to hear all this.
0: So there were a lot of excuses that I have for my poor second yeah. day performance. But you were, were you consistent?
1: No, the first day, and I think it's because I've been thinking about this and kind of making stabs at it for (laughs) way too long. I basically wrote an original proposal stab this time last year, and it was all wrong. Like, the voice was wrong, Mm. the POV was wrong, it was just bad, and I kind of couldn't recover. So then over the summer, I tried a new voice, a new POV, by POV, of course, obviously, it's nonfiction, but still... A new perspective on entering the story, and um, it seemed to work better. But I could not get back to it, so I really already had like a launching point. Mm-hmm. So the first day I did three thousand and thirty-six words. You're That's like a me. lot. I know that I was. I told you Rosen level word count. <laughs> and then last, yesterday I did nine hundred and twenty-one words, which still felt oh,
0: miraculous. Good. Well, I, and I think this brings up an issue that I bet a lot of other participants in Anarimo are having: is that that first day, um, I'm trying to think of what to compare to. I know there's a sports comparison here. Like
1: always that,
0: that first game or the first something. Where you know like, what it is?
1: It's the first pancake.
0: The first pan- Well, you're ready. Like everything is pushed toward this oh. first pancake.
1: Oh no, the first pancake isn't always bad. say. Oh, no, I you no, were I'm saying, saying yeah, that yeah. first
0: day you got you're ready to go. Oh right, boom. And then the second day, you don't have a whole off-season to prepare for this right. second day. you got 24 hours. Maybe it's like the Tour de France. I wonder how many people go into this. And I'm going to sort of um, dig, divul- no, dig- digress? No, well. Yeah, diverge? Things diverge, maybe. I'm going to go away <laughs> from what you're doing. But how many people who are writing novels this month have... Already plotted them out.
1: Well, they have because I, I, they uh, when I them. when I look at the nanowrimo site, and the way, especially I'm, Twitter,
0: uh, listeners, I'm doing it under the radar.
1: That's right. He's not official. I'm actually official. Although I did sign up as a Montanan
0: to put it into your.
1: <laughs> I don't know why
0: to put, to put it in your POV. I'm one of those people running the race without a number.
1: Yeah, you're a bandit. A bandit. That's what you call it. Nice. Yeah, you're a bandit. Um, Na Nine- Nanarimo Nine- 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 said, like some people have done been doing prep for a while to get ready, yeah. for day one. So there's just two different ways to do it. I mean, a lot of people don't work well from an outline. I've never
0: tried it, and I think I should. Mm-hmm. I was amazed that first day when I started going that action happened right because I was like, this is just this oh, kid me too. I usually clear my throat thing. forever. Yeah, and he's just, it, we're, we're so far in his head. It's great. but what's going when something gonna happen? Mm-hmm.
1: Like, oh. How does uh, King Dork approximately start? I can't remember.
0: Shoot, I can't remember either. But there's a
1: lot in his head, too, but it's happening. It's a lot in his, in his head. head. It's like telly while it's going. I mean, I was noticing that while I was reading it, like, oh, this works because he's actually going while he's mm-hmm. Well, and, and he's I'm narrating trying to keep somehow. in
0: mind this idea that, and I was trying to think of the right metaphor for it yesterday, that I just, the, the, the screws are tightening a little bit yeah. throughout the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's kind of what he does um, in that one. Jennifer March Soloway, who I now follow on Twitter... Everyone should because she gives very good tips. She does. And one of her tip wa- tips was read as many YA authors as
1: you can. I'm like, I don't have time for that. I know, but that's a mistake. I know. Uh, and I didn't mean to be like, hey, you're pointing at I'm me. pointing my finger at you. But but I, this is something I hear from my students all the time, how, the few students I have. Um, they're always saying how they don't have time to read, but reading is writing. And I know. it's not just the reading for structure and reading for, oh, this is how you do it. It's that, haven't you noticed when you're reading, you go, oh, that's a good idea for me? Or it's just the, Yeah, you're always reading it and even
0: reading and taking notes. And I'm looking at my calendar right now because that is a great – promo for an upcoming episode we're having with Guinevere, David Mar, or maybe Mari. We'll have to get the correct pronunciation How do we never
1: know how to pronounce anyone's names? (laughs)
0: We're particularly (laughs) bad. We will never get hired by a college to be the person that takes a little card and reads off the name of the graduate. Nope. We had a Jesuit at my college when we graduated who nailed every single one. Even the guy who said his middle name was Jerry Garcia. He read it, straight face, boom.
1: I love it. Um, That's Jesuits for you.
0: Guinevere will be here in a few weeks. Um, uh, and she is a writer, but also a reader.
1: Yes, as is everyone.
0: And she is. Hopefully. I, I think the founder, co founder. Yeah. I just haven't silent done my homework yet. Club, of the I Silent think. Reading Club. Such a good thing. They have monthly deals where they just go and read silently. I
1: love that idea. Which is sort of like have you
0: ever done? Probably not because you're writer famous and you don't have to. Oh my God. These, um, you are insane. But that's beside the point. <laughs> these um, shut up and write things. No, what is it? Have you ever heard of it? I signed up I years ago, idea. and I only went once. And yeah, and I don't know. I don't know why I only went once because it was really good. Shut up and write. They right. have events. You go somewhere. You don't say a word. You sit down. You write for an hour.
1: It's a great idea. And
0: if you want to talk afterwards, go for it.
1: It's why I found working in cafes really helpful for a long time was partly, and it was before Wi-Fi existed, mm. was to just get away from everyone and have no distractions. Because what used to distract me was books. I'd always want to read something. I, there's nothing more distracting than the internet. I know. I don't know how, I, you know, there is that software. I, the thing is, I'm a moron. I wouldn't even know how to put the software in and how to, to do anything. To block yourself. Yes. And I also, that just seems so crazy. But it I think, Like, I'm come gonna, on, I'm a grown person. I know, but I have no self-control.
0: The point of the problems I will have, and I have this problem reading sometimes, too, and this is one of the reasons why I think twice about downloading something on my iPad to read. Yes. Because you'll read, especially if you read nonfiction, to go, oh. What about this? What about this? And then a will mention a place. Right. Like, what was I reading the other day? I think it was a, a, a magazine article, and it mentioned an address. And, of course, I'm going to go right. onto Google Maps and want to see what out. that looks like. However, once you get to Google Maps, sorry.
1: No, keep going. Once you get to Google Maps, you're not going straight back. No, 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 not at all. No. But the upside to this is when I sold my book Broad Strokes to Chronicle. One of the part of my pitch was we don't need illustrations for everything because everyone's just going to Google everything Mm. anyway. So in the text, I say just Google it. Well, sure. (laughs) If you're, it's if, so easy. If you're, but if you're nice. able
0: to come back, which I think a lot of people, a lot of people are more well, able to come I've back had than me. I've people
1: tell me it's a problem with my book. It
0: that they start prob-
1: going down a rabbit hole then.
0: It's kind of a problem, but it's kind of cool too, unless right. you're trying to write. And then you're like, oh, what about this? I need to. Um, you're like, but as I, a
1: non fiction writer, my whole day is like this. Yeah,
0: I could see that. That which would be rough. Which is
1: why. And this was. Daniel's advice to me, when you write this draft of this proposal, just don't worry about the actual facts. However you know them generally is good enough Mm -hmm. for right now. Just keep going. Because always drilling down is just stopping, 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 stopping. Yeah.
0: On On a much lesser scale, I'm doing that with names with this draft that I'm working on. I'm just giving the kids the names of the real people and I'll change them later. Because I don't want to have to think of names. I It's like, I agree. That name sounds weird. No, that name sounds too Jewish.
1: This is a great advice also for you nonfiction writers, especially memoirists. Um, and I've had uh, other writers tell me this before, and I think it's very good advice. In your first drafts, always use the real names of people. Always. Because it is so easy to start making them into characters as, as a nonfiction writer yeah. as soon as you change their name. Mm. So you change it later. Don't worry about it right now, but use it in your first drafts.
0: And like another thing is you won't forget who they are, what their name is. Like yeah. I've had that before, like who's that? Like, oh that's someone I in forgot they changed in your own his writing? name. Oh I yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um Make sure you change it, though.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I don't,
0: but... And through the magic of... I mean, through the magic of, of Word, you know, you just go through and search I in the place. Gonna, I
1: didn't really understand
0: that. It's wonderful.
1: And when I, once I figured it out a while ago, I was like, oh, my God, so life-changing.
0: I had to do that when I realized someone had told me. Someone, good friends with them, former guest Matthew Zapruder, told me, you know... Bar Mitzvah is not capitalized.
1: And I Uh-oh. went, what?
0: And I had to go through, and it was something like 5,000 mentions in my memoir. And it was, boom, done.
1: Don't worry about it. Wow. It's over. That's funny because I, in this essay that I just spent forever mm-hmm. editing, I did a final edit and tried to find out if Holy Communion was capitalized. It is. Isn't hmm. that surprising? Bar Mitzvah seems more likely to be capitalized than think, Holy
0: Communion. But... Um, but I guess what kind of communion? Holy Communion. Yep. I, you, know, you know what's sad is as I get older, I used to um, – my thing used to be I, I never misspell a word. Yeah. And I know how to capitalize. As I get older, that seems to be going away a little well, bit. Well,
1: rules are also more fluid, I guess. I'll say know. they are. It used yeah. to be you never
0: used a, an exclamation point unless you're a hack. I know. I use it all the time. People use them constantly. I Even I use them. I'm like, well, it sounds – you gotta.
1: It's, it sounds so flat. It also sound, It's gotten to the point. It sounds mean. Right. Like it's mean.
0: Are you, <laughs> are you stoic? Are you icy? <laughs> I guess now that people who normally would before would have used one now use like five. Right. So there. That's how you can tell. There's going to have to be
1: a new symbol of punctuation. Punctuation and inflation.
0: I think. What I thought was like the original mark of someone who does not know how to capitalize, Mm -hmm. where they just capitalize things because they seemed important, is now sort of the rule.
1: It's like like we're going back to German. It's like
0: people are capitalizing. It's it's pretty important. It's got to be capitalized, right?
1: The thing I like, and I actually like this, is when the sentence just ends, blah, 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 so – I like that. I think ends it's funny. With so? Have you seen those? Like on Twitter and places like that? I'm giving you this because I like it so. No, I, no, that's wrong. That's not... I didn't use that correctly. But anyway.
0: I like funny. language evolving. I like usage evolving. I do too. But there are some things that still just... I, they don't... I just don't sit right.
1: You know what I can't stand, and it's happened to me many times, is I turn in a piece, and when it gets published, one of the copy editing details is they've changed who to whom. Mm.
0: It, to me, it And you know that. Insane. You know how to work that. You know how to work the who and whom.
1: Right. I would use whom if I wanted whom. I think most people don't say whom. Most people don't use whom. Mm-hmm. I think you sound a little crazy saying whom.
0: If you so, say whom too many times, it sounds like a really weird word.
1: It's weird. So... Um, I don't know what to do about it. That is, yes, that is the letter of grammatical law, but Mm -hmm. it's not always right in the context of what you're writing.
0: And and I've always been a big fan of, yeah, it's not right, but I mean, yeah, it's not the law, but, and also that you have to be able to know what the law is before you can break it.
1: Yeah. I don't know that I ever- As a high school
0: teacher, that one came in handy a lot.
1: (laughs) I I never taught grammar because I'm actually pretty bad at it. I have a feeling for it, but I don't really know the rules. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay.
0: But when I met my father-in-law in his den full of rifles,
1: mm. I, said, I'm, I'm uns, unsurprised.
0: I said, I haven't misspelled the word in 25 years. That's going to have to be good enough for you.
1: And, and at the time it was true. Oh, it was not enough. No. Well, no, but, well you know. dudes with rifles don't always care. Mm.
0: I don't think he cared at all. No, really, he might not have. Really, I think that might have worked against me.
1: Yeah. Maybe <clears throat> saying it worked against you.
0: But it's something I'm proud of, or was proud of. But now, I and now with myself, spell check,
1: I mean, as an art historian, that was a majority of my training was being able to recognize who made something, what it was, when it was from, and who made it. And now with Google, you don't really need that. So what's what's my training even, for?
0: You don't even need. Not only do you not need to spell the word correctly. A lot of times, like, if you're texting, you only need to write half the word. Right. And it'll finish for you. And you get your... Or I've gotten in the habit of, I'm not even close, but I know it's going to fix it for me. Like, because I can't, my fumble finger on my phone, like, ah, screw it. It'll fix it. And it does. It just fixes it. I
1: have the opposite. Like, it's always fixing it to something I don't want.
0: Well, it does do that.
1: Always. It does
0: that. Man, it'll do it four or five times before it gives up, too.
1: Oh, yes. I know. That I hate. I actually sometimes text in Norwegian. And it will try to... Change every single word. Yeah. It drives me crazy.
0: Although I think there is a book somewhere based on what Spellcheck thinks you're trying to say. Because sometimes That's it's kind of hilarious. Yeah,
1: I'll bet. One time another parent texted me that uh, her son wasn't gonna go in the carpool because he had a big erection that Ooh, day. Ouch. But it was celebration. But I did Which write back kind of the same thing. Like question mark? She was like, oh, my God, autocorrect.
0: <laughs> that would make it onto funny things, mom's text. Yeah, or um, not so funny if you're a kid. We're recording this on the 3rd. By the time you're hearing it, it's the fifth, 14th, 15th or afterward. Which I'll means- be in Toledo. You'll be in Toledo, mm-hmm. Ohio. Yep, looking at the. Uh, That's a funny
1: story. Have I told you the story already? Uh, Late on me. Okay, so because this is one of those totally bizarre. Just don't
0: let me forget where I was going. Say oh. when you're done. Say middle of the month.
1: Middle of the month. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm glad I interrupted you. So very quickly, this is the crazy world we live in. Two years ago, I helped my mother-in-law who lives in Toledo just outside Toledo, by a car, and I met the car salesman, and my mother-in-law told him I was a writer, so he wanted to follow me on Facebook, so he did. And uh, last week, he sent me a private message, never a good sign, if you don't really know someone, Mm. Um, but it was a good sign. He said, we can't wait, my wife and I, to come see you at the Toledo Museum of Art. And I said, why would that be? So I went online, and it said I was coming. (laughs) So, wow, I haven't told you the story. Of,
0: shades of John Roderick in Crawl.
1: I, right? So, I thought that was odd. It is... I People don't like when I say this, but Bridget Quinn is an ethnic name of a certain ethnicity, Irish. Right. And it is a pretty common name so i thought they got the wrong bridget quinn so i called them they got the fox news one yeah or there's a a, there's an artist in detroit which is very close to toledo named bridget quinn but at any rate no they had the right bridget quinn they just hadn't meant to say i was coming just that they were doing a book club around the book with tours of women artists in the collection and but then they said well since we have you on the phone do you want to come i said okay so they got that kind of budget what, just, it's just my plane ticket. Yeah, because my mother-in-law Stay lives with there. The mother-in-law. Yeah, it's all fine, and it's sweet, and it's nice, and I love the Toledo Museum of Art. By the way, Newsflash has an amazing TMA, TMA as an amazing permanent collection. So I'm totally happy to go. But isn't that so? Inter- like the, the kind of how it works. The contemporary right? world. Like you can have these weird connections, mm-hmm. and um, so yeah, all very cool. So, and middle of the month. But now he can come see you. Yeah.
0: After he gets done looking at the Jamie Farr exhibit. Uh, that of which was, there actually is
1: one, not is, in the TMA though.
0: There should be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I was going to—the the point I was getting at was, it, you know, it's—I think the experience of Nano as you're listening to this in the middle of the month is way different than it is for us as we speak of it. Oh yeah. The first three days of the month, we have a very small sample size. Will we be able to keep it up by the time they listen to this? Oh, my do you? So what do you have? So planned ahead? You're just like your thing is like I got a ton of stuff to do. If I have to sit down and write 2000 words a day, that can only help, right?
1: Yes. I I mean even the thing with going to Toledo, part of me is like, awesome, I'm going to be on a plane two yes. of those days, yes. and two of those days I'm going to be somewhere else. Yes. So I plan to just write like crazy those four days.
0: And I know I asked you this at the beginning, but I don't remember your answer. And this is, at the end, what's the goal at the end of the month? What's the project that needs to be
1: complete by the end of the month? Um, I want to have a, the basis for a book proposal. For the proposal. Yeah. Okay. Um, Even though obviously 50,000 is way too much, but it will be like I'm going to write scenes later in the book and write – just mm-hmm. get as much crap out of my head and down for as I can.
0: So I do feel like that's a different approach to the novel writing month.
1: Yes. It's not strictly what they're talking about.
0: And, and also, you're the thing that you're trying to do, the finished product won't be 50,000 words. No. You'll, so, you, so you'll go, I'm done with that now. i got to
1: write some scenes and stuff. Um, I'm oh, wondering oh yeah, the finished product my finished product is going to be way I longer see. oh and oh, I mean the book, but the proposal, but the proposal will be way proposal. shorter. So way I think you shorter.
0: You could fudge if you wanted to. Really? Well, you don't need fifty thousand.
1: I around. know. Plus, I have to write something else. So my plan was to do as much of that as I could, and then also get some other stuff going. Okay, so you're Just using like, it? Yeah, go, you're go, using go, it as, go, go. As, as
0: a way to sort of jumpstart your work ethic, I, I guess. Yeah. Which has never been in question. Certainly. But not I do have
1: a book due in one year. Yeah. So after the end of this month, I can only work on that book. Okay. So I have to work like crazy. Yeah.
0: I wonder if that's going to make it harder or easier to do. What's it? To actually sit down and write. And here's my thinking.
1: Okay.
0: Coming at it from where what I'm trying to do, I got one story that I'm going to try to tell this month, and it's got to right. somehow propel forward every day. That's harder. I think it's harder. Way harder.
1: <laughs> Way harder. I have so much laxity. I basically just need to get everything out of my head so I can put it aside for a while. And I mean, I'm trying to tell a story. I'm trying. I'm not just like spewing, but mm-hmm. on some level, I am just spewing. You are just spewing, and, and I guess you know.
0: Some of you could say I'm just spewing too, and hoping that it'll shape into a story later.
1: Although I do also have an outline already. You don't, I got nothing. So that's.
0: I mean, I got I don't. got a hundred thousand words of other stuff that I read <gasps> over the weekend. My like, can't use this. Nope, can't <laughs> use that. Nope, can't use that. Right. So. Um, It's going to be challenging, especially because as I sit here right now, I'm a little nervous because I'm like, oh, boy, I'm going to sit down and write today at some point. I have no Me idea too. what I'm going to write about. Oh, that's really scary. Actually, I kind of
1: don't even know. I do. I do know. But I'm writing one story. Right. Like, I can't go, ah, just kidding. Going to work on something else right. today. Well, right now, I'm telling what I'm hoping is going to be kind of an introduction. So I am telling a story. But I'm doing it by moving forward in time and then dropping into these big portholes of information. Mm. And so um, it's both. It's a little. It's a little complicated.
0: Either way, I think it's going to be very challenging.
1: Yes. And by I the way, uh, people
0: do it, Jennifer Soloway, If you're out there listening, no prologue.
1: Yeah. No, no prologue. prologue. Start right in. Although she, I was the one who said no prologue. Oh, okay. Didn't she say no? There's no rules like that. It can be. She but, said, but she said people always say that. I thought.
0: Well, and I wasn't sure if prologue was the right term because my other version of this started with, um, I guess. In a way, the whole thing's a flashback then? Because the start is like the day of the bar mitzvah where he's sitting there and something happens. I don't like that. Wow. Just dismissed out of hand. <laughs> well, I don't. I think it's very dangerous to put everything in flashback. But it's not. Or in backstory. Yeah. I mean, it's backstory more than flashback because, I mean, the whole right. thing leads up to this last day. And I just thought I'd throw him out there to start. I mean, of course it can work. It totally can. But, uh I think it could have worked if it was better. It just wasn't good mm. enough.
1: <laughs> I, I think it's a hard way to do it. Let's put it that way. It, yeah, makes it, it's it seems harder.
0: so natural to me, though. Like, boom, here's where it ends, and here's what, start, what leads what up to that. But what propels
1: the reader, then, to want to find out the story? Unless it ends with a murder or something. Well, no. Is there a murder in the there temple? There are no murders. Okay. I am not that kind of guy. Though once I tried, well... I can't imagine how hard that
0: would be. No one even um, got murdered, no. Oh. Even the time I tried to write a Carl Hayes- hyacin story... Oh, that sounds fun. It's still in the process. It's the other one. But no one gets killed, ever.
1: What ever happened to people like Tom Robbins? Was that his first name? Yeah. Like, big every, North, even, Pacific Northwest guy. Even Cowgirls Got the Blues. Remember, he was huge. He was huge. I used to love those books when I was a teenager, and that's the kind of writer I, I wanted to be. I liked them, but I, didn't, but I read them all. Yeah. you oh, had to. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to read them. Uh,
0: I liked them, but frankly, for me,
1: they got a little... Repetitive?
0: Yes. Wacky. Wacky.
1: Wasn't he kind of the... Um, he was kind of the Carl Hyacinth of like the Pacific Northwest, do you think? Like funny... Were,
0: but I thought his books were taken a little more seriously than Carl Hyacinth. Maybe. Books. I don't Carl really Hyacinth books are really just formulaic. I've not read them, so I they're, don't know.
1: They're, they're, they're a blast. Yeah. They're that. fun. Nothing wrong with that, man.
0: And if you... I mean, I read them because I'm like, I got to learn how to write plots, you know? Yeah. And they're plotted, man. You can feel those screws tighten, and they tighten, and they tighten, and then you get your protagonist to the point where he is either going to get destroyed or triumph and he triumphs
1: I think you should tell me your story and I'll tell you mine after Raw Fair
0: okay good because I don't really know mine I know
1: that's why it's going to help I was like sitting
0: there thinking like okay here are the things that are going to happen to this child during the course of this book this story right and I kind of have an idea of where he wants to be and I actually have an idea of what the last scene is going to be and what he will you know where he'll be when that happens right But as far as plot, like day to day, like boom, and then this happens, and then this happens, and then that happens, and I know who the antagonist is. I don't think of that as plot. Really? You think that as plot? I do. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I think I could be wrong. Maybe there's a reason why I haven't haven't published a novel.
1: I think it's really freaking hard. I mean, I already said this to you before we got on air, but when I was reworking this essay, which is nonfiction, something that really happened, Mm -hmm. and it's taken me six years to figure out basically the story behind Mm -hmm. what happened, which is kind of the plot – I thought, how does a fiction writer ever figure this out? But it's easier because you can make stuff up. I guess. You're not You're not. I limited. guess you already know what the stories you want to tell, and then you...
0: Yeah, I mean, unless you're an idiot like me, and you think, oh. well, I can't use that scene because that's not accurate to the actual place. I, I had that problem when I was writing the other one, and mm-hmm. they're like, just make it up <laughs>
1: like, yeah. Oh, yeah
0: just make it up like, oh, yeah, no, like fiction. that bar doesn't look like that Like, so just I know. make it
1: up yeah 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 I think making it up is is. I mean it sounds liberating and fantastic it also sounds like, a, like scary well
0: yeah and I think that's a good point because I feel the same way about setting and place I know you said to Lori me I don't have, have to Doyle worry does. about
1: setting but I actually worry about setting all the time
0: Do you? Mm -hmm. Because it's really, and this is, I was actually thinking of this today. Oh, we'll talk about setting. But no, we can't talk about setting because she doesn't have to worry about setting. But apparently you do. Absolutely. Um,
1: I mean, because even in nonfiction, my unpublished memoir, um, which
0: is really good,
1: oh, thank what you. I've read of it. <laughs> uh, so this essay that I'm working on right now is kind of a memoirish essay, and it comes from the unpublished memoir. But at any rate, Montana and landscape is definitely mm-hmm. one of the characters for sure.
0: Yes, hugely.
1: Yeah, and I'm really aware of that the whole time. And where what what incidents I choose to write about sometimes are are aided by knowing, oh, right, that happened there. Even to the point where, like the name of a Montana town, I'll think, "Okay, Big Timber." That's a that's that that town? thing happened. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, you know, this that's thing cool. happened there, and Big Timber will suit this theme mm-hmm. or with this, and so that's what makes me choose that incident from the past.
0: If Absolutely. That makes sense. I mean, I used to write glowingly about Southern California mm-hmm. before I got over that. And it was a huge part of it. I, I thought right. it was the greatest setting in the world because nobody really knew what it was. They had a lot of assumptions. Right, right. And because it was so seductive. Right. You know? Uh, I also wanted to ask you, what are your feelings about Ryan Leaf as a Great Falls, Montana native?
1: The football player? Yeah,
0: he's Great Falls. Indiana. Yeah. Uh, I don't really In fact, that's where he got arrested <laughs> for stealing people's prescriptions out of their house. <laughs> oh, I know. That's mess. really sad. I don't But he I don't is have listed under the... Uh, uh, famous people famous on Wikipedia, and you are not, even though you're writer famous, so get to work. I don't to I don't work. know if
1: anyone in Great Falls knows I exist. I would be very surprised. It doesn't matter
0: if they know you exist. Oh, it doesn't? No, for Wikipedia, they just find out you're somehow connected to oh, it. Oh, maybe I need go, to like hey. figure
1: out, how out, inject myself into that situation. I think that if you uh, played professional football, your chances of being on that list are much yeah. higher than oh, however totally. famous
0: you are as a any, writer. <laughs> any, any sport, having yeah. played any yeah. sport. Um, but back to writing.
1: Did you want to hear my scary uh, thing that I read on Twitter this morning, even though it's not about NaNoWriMo? Oh,
0: yeah. We got a little time left. Once you get the book out. NaNoWriMo uh, uh, discussion takes a little backseat. Now, yeah, let's talk a little bit about this, because this is behind the curtain type of thing for people. And and that's
1: what I was saying to Larry. I feel like people would want to hear about this, maybe, if you don't know about this. Um, Well, first of all, NaNoWriMo, you write your novel. Boom. You got your 50,000 words. Jennifer you March Solloway
0: loves it. Right. You spend
1: the rest of the year at least editing, editing it until it's a <laughs> thing of perfection. Jennifer March Soloway loves it. Then Jennifer does not ask you to do what I'm going to tell you right now. But so if anyone who's interested can go to Lauren Groff's famous novelist's uh, Twitter page, although this will be weeks old by then. But she tweeted this morning, I've been getting a request for one or two pre-sale blurbs per week now. What is this nonsense? Agents, stop it immediately. What this nonsense is, is people are being asked to go to famous or influential writers and ask for for blurbs before they have a book deal. So that then you can take the book out to publishers and say, Lauren Groft loved this, and she's going to blurb it.
0: Listeners, uh, if any of you are civilians, don't let the kind of humorous tone of the word blurb <laughs> it makes me laugh. I know. detract from the idea that this has come as a surprise to me the time I've been in the grotto. What a big deal they are!
1: It's such a big deal. It's all on the writer. If you think your publisher goes to get them or your agent, no, it's all up to you, and it is soul killing. I even got asked to do one. Exactly, we Who all am get I? asked. I mean, I actually haven't been asked. Thank God. Um, no, I don't mean that. Of course, I would do it for people, but I just mean it is so much responsibility. Right? You are given. Uh, you you say yes to someone. Well, what people usually say is, I need to read it, and then you have to get back to them and say, I'm sorry, no, which is terrible. If it sucks, right. Or even yeah. if it's not what you want to like. Or you say yes, and then you have to give a really good, you have to read it and give a really good blurb that's going to be helpful and useful and all that. That is a ton of work.
0: And what's the risk to you if you say no? What if that writer becomes more writer famous than you and you try to go back to them and they go, uh-uh. Right. Ain't doing it. Well, there's that. You can that cross and them off the list as soon as you say no. And
1: you want to be nice, but then you don't want to be too nice and you can't. And people like Lauren Groff, I'm sure get, wouldn't she say one or two of books that haven't even been published yet. So you can imagine how many books taken for publication she's getting. It's just a huge ask. And so it's mortifying to go to someone to ask for them. You know you're asking for all this free time and energy and to put their name on your book. Um, and then imagine having to do it before you even have a book deal. But let me just say, she goes on. It's a, it's a thread. So... That's sad. Then she says, it is profoundly unfair for old and exhausted writers like me who blurb out of a deep moral obligation but fail desperately at a one-to-ten ratio because you can't do it all. Mm -hmm. Then she says, not to mention, it vastly overprivileges the well-connected and the ones able to attend conferences and literary parties. Hmm. Oh, my God. That's not us.
0: Well, it might be you. Oh,
1: it's both of us because we're at the grotto.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. we're we're entitled. (laughs) Well, because we
1: know people to ask. Imagine you're like a guy writing in Escondido. Dito you don't know any other writers I don't know is that in Southern California <laughs> <laughs> that's the
0: funniest thing. I guess it's because a funny name
1: you're uh, maybe. so you're writing and you get an agent you're so excited and they say like okay yes go get two we're gonna, blogs now, two, two oh, No, oh they probably want six they They're like, and then they'll say you know so do you know Stephen King no I don't know anyone who do you know no I don't one. know anyone okay well now before I take this out you need to contact you know a writer and find someone worth and the and I'll time. tell you what oh, it is hard terrible. enough to
0: approach people more famous than you and asking them to be on a podcast. Oh, my Much God. Because like, there's some upside for there for right. them.
1: What's the upside for someone to say, I am someone you don't know, totally unknown. I am barging through the third wall or whatever they call that and saying to you, please do something for me. You're basically
0: oh. hoping that they're altruistic and they just want to help people.
1: But even if they do, how many people can they say yes to? Right. Like they can't say yes to everyone. It's just a terrible situation to be in. So I only bring that up that... Uh, it's a tough road out there, man. Once, even once you get the book written, ready to take it out, so start going to events now and meeting people. Oh yeah, I've been told that's the way to do it. Uh-huh. Say hi to you can, or do what uh, Carolyn C. always recommended her students at UCLA do, which is once a week you write a thank you note to someone in the industry. Oh yeah, don't not asking for anything. You just say thank you. And it's just a way of making connections with people and. Boosting the morale of everyone. Thank you for what? Just anything. Thank, Thank you, you for, for that writing great a beautiful book. poem. Thank you for that great poem, or for mm. that great book. Um, you know, agent, I love these three uh, writers of yours, and I just wanted to say I think you're doing a great job. Hmm. Whatever it is. And she would make them write a real letter, not a cl- not an email, not an email. It was early in the email years, but she wouldn't let them do that. And then they had to show them to her. I think maybe it was three a week actually, Jeez. and they had to bring them to class and show them to her. Do you think? <laughs> I Maybe it's a great
0: cynical. Idea. It does sound like a great idea, except you think the agent goes, Oh, here's somebody who's going to be trolling me later. Who cares? Yeah. Right? Does not matter?
1: Who cares? I will say that, I mean, I get, you know, what do you call them, fan mail, whatever. thank you notes. Think, uh, well, yeah, kind of. Thank yeah. you, Mr. People. Thanks for writing the book. Thank you for this. And it's, it means everything to yeah. me. It's so satisfying. Do you respond?
0: Always. There was a brief time when I got fan mail.
1: Uh huh. Did you not
0: respond? I always respond. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Yeah. I, and then my feelings were hurt when they didn't respond back. Were they supposed to? I don't know.
1: Oh, no, no I've never. I've actually not had a single person respond to me back. I don't because know. Because it would be interesting. You think like, oh, no, am I going to open this door and then we're going to be in this conversation right. forever? I've never had anyone answer because me back.
0: That has uh, – on my other podcast, it has happened. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Where people and, – and I think one of the issues with being a podcaster and writing the kind of – I got fan mail because I was writing a column about being an empty nester. Right. And they were very personal. Right. And, and they want to you tell do a podcast, it's, to tell it's very personal. Story. And they want yeah. to hear the story and they wanted they know you. Right. So that was a little, that nah, was never weird. It was cool.
1: Yeah. It's good. It's all good. But asking total strangers to blurb a book that hasn't even been bought yet. Not cool. That will bring you to your knees of mortification. And I, I just, I don't know, too hard. It's too much to ask it's too writers to, ask. to
0: do. It really is. Worth bringing up. All right. We are just about out of time, okay. In the sense that we need to get back and be writing.
1: <sighs> okay, I'm going to a museum, and I'll do it after that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go eat some food, and then I'll. Oh,
1: I want to do that too.
0: And I gotta do a. I gotta um do your other podcast. <laughs> yeah, I gotta edit a podcast because
1: that's that's what, what I you do.
0: do. Um, you need to.
1: Is it amortize? Is that a word?
0: Amortize? Is that, that's not the word I mean. Amortize is when you uh, break something down, I think, because it's not a uh, Monetize. Full.
1: Monetize. You ah. need to monetize your podcast. The beginning of
0: monetizing podcasts is to gain followers. And in order to do that, we need to give them our...
1: Email address? Social media. Oh, social media. And email addresses. Why don't you go first? Oh, God. Okay. Um, I'm sure I know our... <laughs> oh, so... If you want to follow the Grotto Pod on Twitter, which of course you do, because I hear the
0: person behind that's a little unstable, though
1: that person is fantastic <laughs> and retweets a ton. She and, does and, and oh, really, wear gender <laughs> and really, really, really wants to be in conversation with people. So you can find the Grotto Pod at the Grotto Pod. Simple on Twitter. Yes, and tweet at us. Tell us what you're doing. Tell us if you're doing NaNoWriMo. Tell us how it's going. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Also, the GrottoPod always speaks in the we, the royal we. Really? Yes.
0: Interesting. Okay. You could email the GrottoPod too, though no one does, except <laughs> Zazzle. Uh, it's the GrottoPod at, or it's grottopod at gmail.com. It's
1: not the GrottoPod. No, Maybe people the, are sending it to the it's wrong place. Pod.com.
0: By the way, we do have a website.
1: Oh, yeah. You could go Gratapod. to the website. Com. Com. Check it out. Find find everything there.
0: <clears throat> what if people want to just talk to you? Because we know if they send you fan mail, you'll respond.
1: I know. If you want to find me, you can find me at bridgetquinauthor.com. And, and I will respond.
0: And me, you got to find on the uh, social media because I'm too lazy to make a website. But one of these days, I'm going to do it, or maybe I'll just hire someone. Uh, that's that Larry Rosen, that's where you everything, Twitter, uh, the, uh, Instagram where you can see pictures of me getting harassed while walking around the city.
1: By being harassed, you mean things annoying you?
0: No, actually being oh, harassed. Oh, I see, yes. In general. <laughs> but those aren't on Instagram, are <laughs> they? <laughs> no, it's hard to take a picture of someone on a bike that almost hits you in a crosswalk because they okay. go by really fast. They
1: do, hopefully. Uh,
0: and that, of course, is on my uh, website for my other podcast, is it goodforthejews.com. Who uh, produces this here podcast?
1: I'm really glad you asked. It is Lori Ann Doyle, Lee Kravitz, and Beth Weingarner, and our greatest thanks to them.
0: And how about that music? Sugartown. Sugar Town. That's where you hear that intro and the outro.
1: Yep. They're fantastic. Uh,
0: and normally the middle thing, but we're not going to have that this time because this whole thing is basically an intro, right? Yeah. We didn't have anyone come on. Nope. Too late now because we're all done. Yay. And you know how I can tell we're all done? Time's up. Because you're hot. about to say this.
1: I'm going to say read. I really mean it. Read. Write and just keep working.